All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Certain Destiny Podcast. Let's go. Y'all were not expecting this, but we had to hit you with episode five right now. Yes, sir. We are at Liberty University in the radio station, 90.9 The Light. So shout out to them for letting us use their studios to record this episode. And today's a very special episode because we're joined by yet another very, another. very special, important guest. The homie John is in the building. What's, What's up, up, bro? John? Man, appreciate it, man. What's good, everybody? Like I said, my name is John, sophomore at Liberty University. Uh, just next to two great guys. It's very appreciative just to be on this podcast and just to give y'all some truth, man. It's going to be good for it. I'm excited. So today's episode, we wanted to talk a lot about um, joy, peace, and then trust. Yes. And yeah. stuff like that. So where does where does life have you with these topics right now? What has life and God been teaching you recently when it comes to to these kind of things? Man, yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, I think it, I think it varies from a lot of different places. Just like uh, I like to, I'm just speak on like trust for now. Like just trusting not only His will, but trusting who He is. You know, trusting that. His will and what he told you is not only going to come to pass, but he's a man that that doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. You know, as right. we heard this morning. Yeah, in church, know? in church this morning, they were saying like, God, obviously being the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, is he has no reason to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Everything, every promise that he has ever given to you, like he has no reason to lie to you. There's no reason that he would not fulfill that. No, I feel that. And I feel like there's a golf of that, like, too. Um, trust is, like, something with God is, like, God may seem like, okay, like, give me your trust, but for us it's so hard. I remember an analogy I heard once where it was, like, okay, we're supposed to be, like, a blank check to God. When you have a blank check and you give it to somebody, anybody can write this certain amount of, like, money that they want, and then that's theirs. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for us as Christians, like, we're a lot, like, more, like, gift cards type of people. Mm-hmm. We're, like, we have a certain amount on a gift card and it's like okay god i have 25 dollars on here i'm giving you this amount of trust mm. and once this is up that's all i'm giving you interesting you know mm. what i mean and i, I like just, that. i yeah. feel like that's hard man like instead of just giving him just a blank check you know when it comes yeah no that's really good like when it comes to surrender there's oftentimes we'll be like or i've just found myself being like all right i'll surrender this to this extent like right. there's some things i'm not going to give up I'll give up this for a little bit or like this much of this thing and not just completely be just that blank check of an open slate. Like I'll give up whatever, whenever, how, mm-hmm. what, however much I need to, 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 excuse me, to get there. Right. Um, I feel that a lot. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I think in order to be able to do that and just be an open blank check, you have to really trust that, when you do surrender, it's going to be a lot more better than if you keep on holding on to the thing that, you know, is holding you back. Yeah. Holding I'm, on to the thing that's holding you back. back. Yeah. I like, dang, that's that's powerful right there. And I think essentially, like, something I, I was, I'm reading this or listening to this audio book, um, and he was discussing, he was talking about Michael, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, and how, <clears throat> how, like he is a sculpture, a sculptor, and how they people that when he made the the statue of David, a lot of people were wondering like, how did you not like miss any 
like edges it is perfect you know and so his answer to them was I already had the full image of how I, of David and how I wanted to sculpt this hmm. this sculpture I just had to get rid of every piece that wasn't a part of David hmm. and so once he got rid of every piece that wasn't David the masterpiece came God is the master we are the empty canvas. Mm-hmm. And so we are that sculpture. I mean, we are the the rock that he wants to chisel away every piece that's not a part of us. Mm. You know, and that's so, crazy. That's but crazy. the thing is, that sculpture or that's, uh, that, that block of rock or stone remained still. Mm. And in question, the master, I mean, granted, it can't, period. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, God's promises are so good to us that why are we questioning him? Mm-hmm. Right. Or we need to be still and know that he is God and trust that process of, of sculpting and what it will be able to like bring out in us and form you to who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like let's take a, let's take a little step back okay. about what we're talking about today so those are just free nuggets those are bro just some free free nuggets (laughs) free nuggets (laughs) but i want to like define what we're talking about when it comes to joy peace and um trust trust Mm -hmm. because well the reason why i felt like wanting to talk about these things because in the podcast we've talked about positivity We've talked about a lot of similar things. And Mm. over the summer while we recorded it, it was a lot of it was a message to self. Yeah. um, And kind of an encouragement to what the situation was in our own lives to kind of just remind ourselves like, no, we really do got this. So now I just feel like there's such a joy and peace that I've been just blessed with and um Mm. it feels very relevant and it feels like god is sculpting and like really just bringing out that joy and stuff like that so i wanted to talk about that but we and john were catching up and he was saying bro this life of peace this discipline this this walk with god is attainable Mm. and uh i don't know it just really hit me like wow everybody wants that or at least thinks they want that, and a lot, very few people are taking steps to get there. But it can be very discouraging when you see people who are at where you want to be, hmm. and you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. But no, it's attainable, and it looks different for every person you were saying. So go, you can just talk about that, bro. Yeah, yeah man. That like, wisdom. Like I said, like me and Daniel were just catching up uh, Friday morning, and like we were just talking about like peace, man, and like how peace looks different for everybody, and like you know, peace for somebody may look like man, just getting through the week, or peace for somebody, it may be just like, man, having peace within their family. So I feel like for, for like a lot of us, man, like when it comes to peace, we should never try to make our peace look like someone else's peace, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Because especially when that, when you create your own peace, you create your own person, mm. right? And when you create your own person, you never want to ride the wave of somebody else because imagine, you know, riding the tidal wave of somebody else. You never get to create your own wave. You never get to see how you get to handle your own self. You just get to see how I can handle this person's lifestyle. Hmm. You're never going to be in this person's lifestyle in your life, man. And I don't know. I just feel like, especially just as a college student, man, like it's so easy 
just being around so many different people and like people are saying yo i like this or i like that like man to hop on that bandwagon is so easy but at the same time you got to remember like being as a christian like that wave is different Mm -hmm. like we all have the same goal but like that wave of being a christian is different man like it's different because we're all called different exactly it's different because god is not only created as different Mm -hmm. but each of us as we know we are the body of christ and each the body it's in itself has its own function Mm -hmm. and so for us to try to hop on the bandwagon or try to fit into a crowd that honestly we were never meant to fit into right you know christ says go into the world you know don't be of the world you know so for us to say that we uh, for to to go into this world whether it be not even just a, like the cynical part of it but the world as a believer you know if we go into the uh, a crowd of believers and if the person you're standing next to don't know themselves or don't have their own peace like you say they will essentially not necessarily leech but it's going to be harder to find more insecurities will be established because it's like dang i don't know who i am or i don't blah 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 and then you 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 start to question god and it's not that's not something we need to be doing because god has created us uniquely in his image but different at the same time yeah i mean what i'll do sometimes is if you're in a rut or if I'm in a rut, I'll kind of just like look to other people who I feel like have their life together. And I do that often. But the thing that I keep on realizing is things just aren't what they seem. And the people that look like they have their life together, if you were to do, you know, okay, what are the, what are, why do I feel like they have their lives together? Maybe it's because they, um, they just, they spend like an hour with God every day just like in the bible so that's let's say i know somebody that does that and um i'm not i I'm, by the way i'm not like having anybody in mind like i actually don't have, i'm just saying like let's just say somebody did that and i'm like oh dang they got their life together if i were to do that maybe that that would be amazing but that's not what defines success that's not what defines a healthy relationship with god just because that one other person does it like God is your judge. Mm. I was watching an interview, uh, Prince actually, and I think the interviewer was like, "How do you know your your success? How do you know when you're successful in music?" And then he was like, "What's that? What's that one song? Only God can judge me." Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "That's how you measure success, right there. Only God can judge me. Only God can determine that success. Uh, maybe having that, like, just praying in the morning." Maybe that's what success looks like for you. Just having something. It doesn't have to be this comparison, which has been really, really healthy to detach from. And, and yeah, it's just, it puts a, a much better, like, expectation on yourself to, to achieve that lifestyle that you're working towards. Yeah. So that's what I've been learning also recently. So, yeah. I think, like, to, and to tie that into peace like the cultivation of that it's like being content where we're being content at where god has you but not being comfortable yeah like not getting comfortable at where he has you but being content like um i think somebody said it this morning at church is like what do you do when you're waiting on god and you're 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 he gives you hope on into something and it doesn't happen 
you continue to worship. Right. You know, have that peace to worship God. Have that peace. Okay, God, this is where you have me. I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay faithful because I'm leaning on you, mm-hmm. you know. I think another thing, too, to think about is, like, to also just be grateful in the position that you're at is to, like, man, I heard it in worship, like, church one time. Like, how do you expect God to bless you with a lot if you can't handle what you have right now? Bro. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, we got to talk about that one because I remember that. That yeah. really hit me. Um there's that quote in Spider-Man where they say, with much power comes yeah. great responsibility. responsibility. And he was like, no. With little power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. The little things that you're entrusted to, mm-hmm. you have a great responsibility to stay faithful to that little thing. And if you know you're going to, and this is from Jesus. Jesus taught this. If you're faithful with that little thing, then you can be trusted that you'll be faithful with much. You know? Yeah, man, that's that's really good. Like, it's just another really just a big thing to think about because it's like, man, like imagine like you're going to the gym, right, and you're a beginner for the first time. Like, how do you expect yourself to bench like 200 off rip mm-hmm. if you can't even bench the bar? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that just comes with repetition and practice the same as a person, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, really, dude. Like, this dude could probably bench 200 right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 245, you know. There you go. But you know what I mean? Like, how can you start off heavy if you don't go light, man? Mm-hmm. And it's like, in this life, we start off light, and that blessing is coming. But I think the main thing is God just really wants us to use that little thing and, like, turn it into a big thing without even getting to that step. You know what I mean? Think yeah. about the, the the talents. Right. He gave each one, or I guess, amount to each person. And what they did with that, the easier that they multiplied it. And then one buried it. One buried his little thing he had. How often are we burying the the one thing that God has given us or entrusted us with? Because A, are we afraid to expand it? B, do we think we can't do it? You know, or C, are we trying to give it away to the wrong person? Yeah, and you know, that's crazy that you bring up that story because that's exactly the verse that he was talking about in the sermon. Mm-hmm. And another, a big point, when it came to that was like the the person who buried what he had, that little thing that he had, the reason why uh, the master was mad at him was because he wasn't even, the, the, the guy was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to like double this or whatever, or have as much as the other people. So one he gave five, one he gave however many, and then the other person he gave one. And after you put on that expectation like, if I only have this little thing, maybe I'm I have to double it in or I need to have as much as they have. Mm. So the person who has five doubled it to ten, ten talents. And the person with one sees that person with ten talents and is like, Oh, I, I I'm never gonna get there. I'm just gonna hide it anyways. Right. And mm. the master's like, No, nah, I'm not asking that of you. I give you one. I'm only expecting two from you. I'm only expecting you to double what I gave you. I'm only asking you to be faithful in that little thing. I only have X amount of time. I'm cool. I'm only asking you for X amount of time with me. Like, maybe you don't have an hour to just be with God. That's okay. How much time do you have? That's what he's given you, so that's what he's asking you to be faithful mm. for. He's not asking you for what that other person has. Mm. He's asking you for what you have. Yeah. That hit me, bro. Mm, but, mm, deep, mm, getting chills. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because, like, that, that ties, so, like, that. that's not only like the heart of God, it, it shows how personal God is. That that right there just shows how personal God is and how he, he strategically 
and he wants a personal one-on-one relationship with us you know and it's like he has a relationship with everyone not everyone but you know the people he has a relationship with but when he calls you from out of your sin when he calls you from out of that environment when he calls you out of that crowd or whatever the case is he's pulling you aside he's saying hey I'm choosing you. I want to use you. I want to cultivate you. I want to change you. Um, but where I'm taking you, you can't know right now. But mm-hmm. will you pick up your cross and follow yeah. me? Do you have enough trust? Mm-hmm. Will you help? I will help you develop peace. But you have to trust me enough. You mm-hmm. know. I think that's a really good way to tie into how these topics all relate to each other. Because how I've seen it play out with me recently was like. Uh, just this past week being like, God, um, please just bring back that joy, bring like, just change that heart in me, you know, just asking God to change that heart in me. I I knew, um, I just knew what God was telling me to do. And it was really hard to do that. And it required a lot of trust that, okay, if I do this thing that God's going to be able to like, you know, cultivate in me what he wants to. And then on Wednesday night, that that uh, service, mm-hmm. Josh Rutledge brought it, bro, and he was talking about just when we keep on asking God to like change, please change me, change me. If you're His child, the answer is He already has. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. start walking in that, Amen. and I don't know, bro. Like I walked out of that building feeling just completely different. Like I am God's child. I already have that joy. I just gotta walk in that now. And I feel like there was an immediate change, actually, of just trusting and letting go to what was holding me back. And that that just exactly, that's what he wanted me to do. And when I did that, I was able to see why. So it's trusting, like, when you're on the other side, that you'll be able to see why and how much better his plan is and how much better his way is for you than your own way. And, um, yeah, I just feel like that's how they tie in together is you need to trust God in order to take the right steps in order to walk in that peace and joy that you want. You can't get there if you're not trusting God, if you're not willing to take the step of the leap of faith, you know, to walk out and maybe risk something or lose something that you Mm -hmm. want to have in order to get that peace and that joy that you don't have right now. So. And and that often comes through, you know, unexpected tragedy or trauma or trial. You know, it comes through that, the joy, the peace, you know, that, that fight. You know, you want to build that fight. God is trying to build warriors. He wants to build soldiers. He's building us because war is coming, you know, and we are the front line. You know, and how we respond in the midst of whatever we're going through will determine if we, like you said earlier, when you got to walk in the person God has already called you to be. He's already given us peace through Christ. He's already given he's already given us joy through Christ. But what's blocking our vision from seeing that we already have it? Mm. Yeah, there's something there's got to be like if you don't have that joy and you are God's child, then it, it really does come down to what is blocking you. Like, mm. you're, what are you, what's holding you down? What weight are you carrying? What's holding you back? What was taken from you? You know, like, 
there is something and there's an answer to that and God can restore it. And so it's really just listening to him. You have to listen to God. Like people, and to get specific, because I I know a lot of people are probably like, what does that even mean, bro? Hmm. Like, Sucks. you, at least in my life, I don't know about y'all, but at least in my life, you can see patterns. Like, I feel a certain way about this thing. I just have this conviction. I have this pull. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Hmm. This doesn't feel right. That's hmm. God. That's God. That's his voice. That's what I would say is God speaking to you. That's his nudge. Hmm. Um or maybe all bro all my friends are saying the same exact thing when i ask them like for advice and counsel yeah that's not <laughs> something to take for granted there's a couple <laughs> verses like if it's if it's really like that bro that is also a very that's god that's i i that's just how i'd put it um there's two verses i have plans fail for lack of counsel but with many advisors they succeed that's proverbs 15:22 and then Proverbs eleven fourteen says, For lack of guidance, a nation fails, but victory is won through many. Mm. And so you got to have, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, that, that circle, you know, your, your people um, that you can do life with and elevate you and push you to be better. And if they're all, like, pushing you in the same direction towards this thing and you trust that they're godly, listen to that. And that's, and then also, like, time with him personally yep. one-on-one in that quiet that secret place what do you feel like you're learning from that that is always you can listen to god and i would just say listen and listen and obey like that will be so much more fruitful than whatever you are holding on to right now dude like i'll just go off of that man i'll give an example like when you listen to God, I remember, I believe it was my sophomore year of high school. Um, I was going through a lot of things, but I think it was my junior year. Between those two, I was going through a lot of things and I was praying to God, man. I was like, God, like I needed clarity on this certain situation. If I should, you know, approach this person or not, or, you know, if I should, you know, what's the right thing to say? And I remember during that time, like I was iffy with God, but I knew like if I wanted an answer, I'd have to seek him. And man, like, if anybody is listening to this and they feel discouraged, like God doesn't speak, like I feel like this story will give such great hope for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm in youth group Wednesday night and we're just all having our quiet time. It's a great time of worship. The spirit is just moving and it's flowing. And I'm just sitting in the corner. I'm like, I'm God, like, you know, give me an answer. Like, you know, please speak to me. And I'm just praying there. And then my uh, youth pastor walks up and he grabs the mic and he says, God is God is in this place right now. God is telling me to tell one of you guys, whoever this is for, and he explained my exact situation, what I was going through, like, to the T. Hmm. Like, there's a person that goes to this school that's dealing with this situation, and the answer is no. Don't do it. Mm. And I I was like, that's the first time I wow. really heard from God. And I was like, wow, like, is this even God? And to be real, unfortunately, I didn't listen to that, right? And like Daniel said, when you listen to God, good things come. When you don't listen to God, it you you get the repercussions of it. But I learned like in that moment, I learned like God really speaks, man. And when God speaks, like listen and take that take that initiative, you know. So do you feel like because you didn't listen in that instance that it it didn't work out as well as it could have if you did listen? No, for sure. Like mm. I feel like things went so south, like so quickly because I just didn't listen to God. Like God was like, 
yeah, I told you, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I told you, but here's what, here's what happens now. But, man, if I could go back and say, do I regret that? Like, I feel like that's hard to say because in that moment, like, it sucked. But what, I'm, what I am today, man, like, if that didn't happen, man, like, I can just see my mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, like, take the L's. And, like, everybody say takes an L, you learn it to uh, turn into a lesson. But then I feel like you turn into a lesson, it turns into progression, but you'll never get to perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's another thing, like, people try to strive to, to get to perfection, to hear from God. Like, it's not always going to be perfect. But as long as you progress in that stage, you know, like, there are levels to where you can get with God where it's where other people are looking at you and, like, like how did you even get there? Yes. You know what I mean? Bro, a common theme in um, one of my, like, just conversations with one of my friends is, like, yeah. how we never really arrive. And I really just, I love saying that. Like, mm. never arriving. Like, we always say that. You know, like, if you're working towards something, especially when it comes to, like, an internal character thing you will likely never arrive at your final destination until you die like that's Mm. and i've said this before in a a way in in the previous episode but like Mm -hmm. when you are working towards something the goal should not be to arrive but it should be progress you i just want everybody to be realistic with themselves in their situation and their just brokenness because if you know you're broken, why would you put an expectation on yourself to be perfect? I think the only expectation that's fair to have is for you to get better and to give your best. Mm. It's really about <clears throat> it's really about just being brutally honest with yourself. Um, put your put your situation out on the table. Let God take a look at it because He already knows, and bring it bring it to God. You know, because if, if we aren't brutally honest with ourselves, who else will be? You know, we got to be brutally honest with ourselves first, mm-hmm. because when it is brought up by someone else, we won't be looked at as, oh, you just came at me dirty or you sideswiped me or whatever. That's real. No, the person's not trying to, like, belittle you. That's something you should have mentioned first, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So if I'm not real with me about whatever sin or whatever, you know, addiction, whatever it may be, um, depression, whatever, that you're going through and someone else comes at you for it. It's just like, dang, yo, you only said what I was thinking, Mm. you know? And so oftentimes for your situation, Mm -hmm. like I've I've experienced where God gave me a direct answer and I went the opposite direction and I, and I, I, it resulted in the consequence that came with it. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, as it said in the Bible, God uses all things. Yeah. He uses all things for those who are called according to his purpose and those who love him. And so essentially we do learn from our mistakes. We do learn from going the opposite route of God. Um, But essentially it's the, the thing that, that matters really is like, it's those simple answers or those, Oh, this is just my teacher or Mm. this is just my, my best friend or this is just my brother. This is my mom. You know, these are the people I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. but those are the people that God will use to give you the answers that you're looking for. And, like, ask yourself this. Did he or did he not put those people in your life? Mm. Exactly. Facts. Solid. If that's... he did, you you know it's for a reason. Yep. And I'm not saying that everything everybody says that's in your circle is going to be true because, obviously, there will be times when people just aren't right. 
yeah. every nobody's yep. right 100 percent of the time but um like i said if you value their wisdom you'll you know you you can handle that with discernment mm-hmm. um and and it's just paying attention to those little things like that's probably i should probably pay attention to that because everybody keeps on saying that right. and if everybody keeps on saying that it's not just one person tripping. It's it's everybody on the same page. So that's different, you know? I think another thing to look at, too, is to see how the person that's in your circle handles their trial. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Talk to You have your notepad, how, write this down. How does the people or person in your circle handle their trial? Because essentially... That's gonna that's gonna give you your answer. That's their qualifications almost. Hey, yo, already. Are they qualified to speak on your life? Exactly, you know I mean? because if they can't handle the trial that God has given them, and they're a complaining, whining, and if the people around you are not taking their trial as God has called them to take it, I'm not saying you can't go to them for advice, but just be cautious about mm-hmm. what you a say to them, and how you like you said earlier daniel what they're saying in your life yeah exactly and just to touch on some things i feel like you were saying in there that have to do with that book this was the quote that you sent me yesterday the creator would not have mocked us with infinite achievement without providing us with the ability and opportunity for its realization Mm. so like if you have these dreams and aspirations God put that in you not to just mock you with those aspirations and not to just mock you with, oh, I'm never going to be able to get there. Like, it is achievable, and I just want to really encourage that. So I got two questions, two Mm. questions that kind of tie together. One, first, what do you feel like it looks like very practically to walk in peace and to have joy in Mm. your life and to be at peace just in general? And then two... What steps do you take or what steps do you think you have to take to get there? I don't know. We touched on listening to God most importantly, but if there's anything else, I want to know. I think what it means to walk in peace is um, I picture a man on a boat, right? And we can even take that story for um, when Jesus was on the boat and they had that huge wave, that huge, you know, that huge storm. And um, it's interesting how the disciples and everybody was on the boat was freaking out, but Jesus was asleep. And I feel like that's peace. I feel like, yeah, there are things that are going to come like in your life, that in your way. But if you can just be that man that just sits in the boat and just like, like God's with me through this. Like, mm. God's here for me. Like, and this is happening. You know, financial problems are coming. My relationship problems are here. Like, school is struggling. Like, all I need to do is focus on what God gave me. And I feel like what God gave us is the blueprint. And the blueprint is the Bible. If we practically do the things that God gives us, like, there's no way God lets us down. You know what I mean? Like, if we just continue to talk to God, continue to read the Bible, continue to put, like, great things in our mind, I think another underrated thing, too, is what we really put into our minds, man. Like, when it comes to music, he's a big one, but what you watch and what you scroll, like, you don't think of, you don't really think, like, it's affecting you, but, like, those people on those apps, they're paid for you to scroll, man, and scroll and scroll and scroll and you're like okay i saw this it was bad i'm not gonna remember it next thing you know a couple of days later you're reciting that thing you know mm-hmm. or you're putting into action it's like i never met for it to come like that it's yeah. not always you never met it's what you put into your brain you know mm-hmm. what i mean so cautious of things like that because what you put in will come out you don't even realize it you know what i mean 
I love that. I receive all of that, bro. Yeah, That's same. great. That's really good. Solid. Peace for me is remembering that God has never left. Yeah. You know, mm. um, he's never left. Mm. He's never steered me in the wrong direction. I think peace is 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 knowing who God is, you know, in his character. Um, and trusting that or knowing that he's for you. He, and it says in writer, like, he's for you. He's if who can if if I am for you, who can be against you? If I go before you, who can be against you? You know, and for me like it's just that constant reminder like I have the peace of the Lord. I have mm-hmm. the joy of the Lord. You know, the holy he who is within me is greater than he who is in the world. And the he is not always the enemy. The he can be anything, mm. you know. And so just understanding that, you know, I'm going to go into this battle peacefully because guess who's already won it? Yes. You know, guess who's already before me? Yep. I'm going to go into this job peacefully because I know that God is going to direct my thoughts. Mm. You know, he says, I order your steps. The steps are ordered by the Lord, yep. you know. And so because God orders our steps why not have peace? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think a big part of it is not letting anyone, any group of people, any situation, anything, mm. any anything, dictate your mood other than your relationship with God. And obviously, mm. almost nobody practices that. But at times you can practice that. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the best you can do and, and the closest you can feel to having peace. It's like, um, man, I don't feel like anybody likes me. Everybody, blah, blah, blah. They're all talking about me. Uh, I lost my phone. Just random, any situation, okay? Anything that could disrupt your mood. Um, or somebody's talking bad about you and you, you know, like just stuff like that. Do you allow that to dictate your mood or do you filter what they're saying through what God already says about mm. you. Mm. They said, oh, I don't, mm. I'm not, they say I don't have good character. Okay. How, what do I know about myself? First of all, yeah. and what does God say about me? And the fact that you're even asking that question should say a lot. And my, my, shout out to my homie, Jared Fernandez, bro. He was talking just about what you're saying, Dante, like knowing that God is with you and just like, if you're under that spiritual attack of any kind, just like, Jesus, are you here? The answer will always be yes, I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm carrying, when he says my yoke is easy, my burden is light, mm. that is referring to a yoke. So what a yoke is, is like there'd be two ox that basically are carrying a wagon and the yoke is the thing they would wear around their necks to pull the wagon. So his yoke being easy is, it means a couple things. One, he's pulling the same exact weight that you're pulling but he's doing most of the pulling Mm. and he so he feels the weight you have he feels it he's right there with you right next to you having the same exact thing feeling that same thing he's pulling the same weight if you're walking with him but his yoke is easy his burden is light Mm. and so that's just such an encouragement to walk with him um because it just it does bring such a peace like okay they don't have to like me it's okay i Mm. know that God loves me. I know that me and him are solid. And just being able to enjoy your own company is mm-hmm. great. Like, mm-hmm. if you can enjoy being with yourself, 
not even I don't and I'm intentionally not saying by yourself. Right. If you can enjoy being with yourself. Yeah. Like that's such a nice thing, bro. I don't care. I'll talk to myself. Like I'll see something and say something to I'm myself. I'll be, I'll be like, yo, I'm funny. funny. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'll see something and be like, yo, what was that? And yeah. I'll say that out loud to myself. Yeah. Nobody's with me. And it's yeah. just like I like being with myself. I'm a cool person to be Facts. around and it's yo. like I I you know, I can enjoy that. I can enjoy what I'm into, what I think is funny. Exactly. You know, so like that too is just another big part of peace. I feel like, and obviously, I feel like that's rooted in 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 your security with God, but also it just should be an internal thing of kind of self love honestly I think to to couple peace is is being confident in god yeah. is is being confident in and just the like the presence of God, you know it's just like okay, holy Spirit is in me, you know i I don't need nothing else, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like that that overwhelming peace that he says he will provide you know and he says seek first the kingdom of god and everything else will be appointed to you Mm. are we seeking god's peace first Mm. because oftentimes we want peace but are we seeking it and Mm. christ is bro say that again that's real hold on let me activate this town Uh (laughs) oftentimes we want peace but are we seeking it Christ is the Prince of Peace. Dang, bro. Yeah. He is the Prince. And so if we're not seeking Christ. I, and that verse just says different now because it's like, seek first. And I read it this morning as my devotion. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be appointed to you. And so we have to seek the attributes of Christ. We have to seek the attributes of the Holy Spirit in order to get everything else he desires to give us. It won't make sense. The things we want won't make sense to have if Christ is not in the equation. Mm. Mm, I'm going to say that yeah. again. The things we want to have Speaking will not make sense without Christ in the equation. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it's, it's important that when we do seek Christ, when we do seek God, when we do seek the Holy Spirit, that we're understanding that we're seeking him we're seeking his peace we're seeking his joy we're seeking all of these things before we even go into the world we're seeking all of these things before we even get to purpose because we can't handle purpose we can't handle that job opportunity we can't handle school we can't handle a relationship i mean so many things trickle down the line but we cannot handle the things that god give us without him in it Mm -hmm. hence why the guy buried the one thing God gave him to give. You feel me? He didn't He didn't realize that God was with him. He didn't realize that God was watching over him. And when he got back, oh, I buried it because... Stop giving an excuse. Mm. Don't bury what God has put inside of you. It's the thing about it. It's already buried. You just got to bring it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace is already buried. Joy is already buried. You just got to bring it out by seeking Christ. Yeah, I want I want to talk about joy a little bit more, because um, bro, that's good. That's all solid stuff that on peace. Good. That is solid stuff that was on really peace. Good, man. And joy is kind of a gray area in most people's minds. I feel like because mm-hmm. it's so it's so ambiguous with happiness, and mm. there is a difference. Um, and it's not just like a Christian culture thing to say there's a difference, but there's like literally different meanings to, to both of the words. And um, it's great to be happy, but that's not something you really strive for. That's a circumstantial kind of emotion. 
um, and joy is something that you have. You don't really have happiness. You experience it. Mm-hmm. So um, That's deep right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with joy, I just feel like I want to paint a picture of what that means and then say something that it's not because me and you were talking about this last night. Mm. Um, and I'm not going to get too specific, but just like there is a remedy for not having joy is overhyping stuff. When you mm. don't, when you see people that are genuinely joyful and you're not, the the coping mechanism is to overreact to everything and to overcompensate and, and try and be the most ecstatic person there is. Mm. But that's not what joy is. That's not really where that comes from. And it ends up being really annoying. That <laughs> that overreaction, that overcompensating for trying to be a, a happy person is not genuine. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to be around. Um, but what I feel like real joy is, you can be very joyful and not super ecstatic and, and overbearingly just outgoing. You know, like mm. that is not what joy means. Joy is a, a rootedness in your your gratefulness. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's grateful. It's just our your positivity. It's mm-hmm. a rootedness in your positivity and your positive minds. And we've talked about positivity on the podcast, but I feel like that's really what it has to do with is having a, a rootedness like that cannot be taken away from you, regardless of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have a positive mind. You're still going to put that out. You're not going to bring other people down with you. You know mm-hmm. that's that's joy. You can still uplift somebody even when you're not uplifted yourself. Mm. Um, like, I just feel like when you have joy, you're not going to be in that state where, um, where somebody sees you and is like, yo, you doing good? Like, that's not, I don't see that happening. You can go through it while you're joyful as a person, but if you're just like in the absolute trenches, that's obvious that you do not have joy. Are you faking it is the question. Mm. Mm. Happiness is an experience, you know, but joy is just, it brings a different it brings a different you to the table, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, it yeah. brings a different you. To, I think I, I think I told you. I think I told somebody this. Um, <laughs> a per, one of my coworkers um, said that he asked me like, "How's you're like extra happy today?" I'm like, "No, this is my normal energy." Um, I ain't gonna like rude about it. I was like, nah, this is just my normal energy. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get with the program. <laughs> so, you, know, you just gotta, you know, you gotta catch up. Yeah. But, you know, like that joy, you just, you you bring the energy not only to the table, but you're, you're, you're bringing a different you into the room that is going to inadvertently attract the mm. people that need Yep. But you're also going to have those wants. You're mm-hmm. going to have people that want to be in your circle yep. or want to be around you. And that's cool. Don't d- disregard them. Mm-hmm. What's the motive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And um, another clarification when it comes to like being joyful is I just feel like if you are joyful, it's still a lot of stuff that you won't tolerate and mm-hmm. that you might not see the most positively. I mean, Jesus got angry, you know, like that's mm. it's there is righteous indignation and there you can be a joyful person and that can be a it's a characteristic. Are you a joyful person? That is a character quality. And so you can still be a joyful person while at the same time really not being with all this fake hype and yeah, happiness. Don't get it twisted. Like, 
mm-hmm. you can still be like, mm, I'm not really going to tolerate that or be around that or put up with that and be a joyful person. So like you can still be real, you know, mm-hmm. I just I just see so much fakeness nowadays and fake hype and, and happiness and it's just not real. And it don't feel like recognizing that takes away from how positive you are as a person. I think joy and peace are so in sync. Like, they're so in sync that, like, it's one after another. It's just like when you got peace, joy is coming right there, bro. It's right, it's mm, like Mm -hmm. two inches away from peace. You know, Mm -hmm. so when you establish that peace, joy is right there and is is ready to be cultivated. Um, But I think it also comes down to, like you were just saying, like, not don't dim any of your joy or peace to to be fake or mm-hmm. to yep. you know be mm-hmm. over hype on or fake yeah. happy you know it's the difference between like giving advice and and uh let me uh give you some wisdom despite my situation but don't be oh I'm happy knowing Dagon well you not and mm-hmm. it's just like it's it's a lot that comes with that it's it's, it's going to be appreciated way more if you can just be Wrong. meek Mm. Yeah, meek like be meek in your in your joy be meek in your joy mm, yeah. like never let your joy I feel like never try to bring your joy up to where other people's joy are at, or never try to bring your joy down mm-hmm. you know what I mean never try to like okay people are acting people may be down today never bring that down and match their energy because you know I like what he said like I know what you guys said when it comes to joy is the foundation when joy is the foundation, like like we said, then it goes back to peace. Like how he said, like it's just so close together. Joy is that foundation, and then when it comes to peace, like nothing can rock me off because I ha- because I have that joy, I have that that solid foundation, that rock, man. And I feel like when it also when he said when it comes to joy, when it comes to the people that need it and the people that want it, man, when it comes to that circle, it's so you never realize it, man. Like that circle is so important when it comes to joy because there will be a lot of people in your circle. Who think are your peoples that don't want to see you have joy? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That see don't want to. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in your circle that you think are with you, but they don't want to see you have joy. Why? A lot of people may not know, but in my personal spirit experience, I feel like people don't want to see you have joy because they can see a glimpse of what God is going to do with you when you have that joy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's even crazy for maybe the unbelievers because the people that that may deny God. But I, I have a feeling like they know, like, this kid's going to be something special. I can see something in him. I may not necessarily believe and think it's God, which it is God because mm-hmm. they don't want to admit it. But it's like, man, I can see that. And when you really do a deep clean of that circle and find the people that are around you, man, like, that joy can just come from here to, like, there in mm-hmm. such an instant, man. Say it again. Deep clean your friends. Deep clean deep that. circle. That is, circle. That's solid because, like, a sin- bro. Three people is all I need. Exactly. This is Daniel's one of them. Yeah. Like off the rip. Like right, bro. Off the rip. Come on, man. I only need about three people in my circle. Solid people. Come on, man. And it's just like that's enough. Right. Because not only are the people that you have next to you going to determine where you head in life just as much as you're going to determine where they head in you guys different you have different destinations but you're on a path together and how you assemble each other is going to be 
very important because essentially it's just like, okay, Daniel's assembling me to get equipped. He's equipped in me as I'm equipped in him. Yeah. He's equipped in you as you're equipped in him. Uh-huh. Not realizing that you're using your gifts and when you're using your gifts, you're growing your gifts because your gifts are yes. being cultivated. Yep. When you use your gifts, you're mm-hmm. growing your gifts because they're being cultivated. I'm using mine, it's being cultivated, but it's growing. And that's the essentially a, the, a purpose one of the purpose that we are who we why that's one of the reasons why we are who we are today mm-hmm. because when we utilize our gifts and purposes it cultivates not only our gifts but the image of God the purpose of God but when we downplay them or when we try to be fake or we try to create some fake world or happiness we're we're um we're hiding what God has called us to bring out right mm-hmm. I, I have a random quote that, that kind of goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. Me and my roommate, Ethan, were just like... Ethan? We were like battling random quotes, like wisdom quotes in the backseat of the car yesterday. And then he, one of them that he said was, um, a man who loves the journey gets further than a man who loves the destination. You know that? Yeah. yeah. I was just, I don't know. That was the first time I heard again? that. A man who loves the journey gets further than a man who loves the destination. And I don't know, like that just that that really that really got that really got me. That's that is so powerful. I can I can relate to that. Like the walk, like your walk, like how like right now, um, you know, me and John being in college, we're not at our destination. Or mm-hmm. probably I would say I'm not really even that close. Like I'm starting to get glimpses of it, but I'm really in love with my life right now and just how the things I get to experience and and the things I get to grow in. It's really cool and it's a privilege to to be able to like learn all these things. And I just feel like you have to be able to take that in rather than just solely fixating on the destination and and not appreciating what it takes to get there. Hmm. The destination is going to grow you in the journey. Mm-hmm. It's yep. the journey that's, that's going to grow you yeah. in the journey. No, for real though, like, <laughs> you know, like if you if you stay focused on that destination, you're missing the moment. Yes. You're missing the moment, and it's just like living the moment. As we all know, we've heard that quote right. before: living the moment. Uh, be developing the process. Be developing the struggle. Be developing the trial. Whatever the thing that God has put you in, be developed in it, because that's the thing He's using to develop you good and or bad Mm -hmm. he's using all of that whether it be about relationship whether it be uh, a a no for a job opportunity or whatever it is he's using it to grow you to make you more like him you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like we gotta respond enjoy all the little steps that it takes to get to your peace that full Mm -hmm. joy that you can because when you do fully have it it's obviously going to be amazing but appreciate all the little spurts of growth that you have in getting there. Isn't it amazing to know and see? Isn't it just crazy to think about how God doesn't let us see the future? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, because if God let us saw the future as much as we think we strong, as strong we think we are, we would definitely skip the steps. We would skip that process, skip that journey. And God's saying, like, God saying like this is that journey you know what I mean like this is the this is the process that I'm taking you through like why do you want to be so focused on trying to get to this end or if you're trying to get this job you're trying to get this girl you're trying to get you know this position 
why don't you seek me and see how I move through this? Mm-hmm. You know, I can speak to you, and maybe there are some things that I can bring up to you that you don't even know that you're struggling with. You know what I mean? Through that gener- that journey, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think it's, I think it's strong. It's going to be a deep cleaning. It's going to be re- like just mm. un like getting everything out and and exposing everything because mm-hmm. you can't just jump from there to the destination. There's going to be way too many things that you held on to. Mm. So yeah, man. man. Yeah. All right. Oh. This is this is great. We're about at an hour and um so let's just do a little closing. Y'all y'all have any closing thoughts you want to share? Um man, I just want to say like first of all, thank you to thank you guys. Of like course. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate the love Absolutely. and support for just letting me just come on here and just speak wisdom with you guys and I guess for the people that are just listening, um remember that peace and joy come together. But peace and joy don't come together if you don't have trust. Mhm. You know what I mean? And that looks different for everybody, as I said. Start yes. building small habits. You know, I wake up in the morning, pray to God. I like to journal. Like, I like to say, I th- uh, thank God for three things today. Write down a prayer and tell God, here's my prayer for today. Here's my plans for today. My plans don't fall. If my plans don't go through, it's because you had a better plan for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just want everybody to, to really focus on peace and joy, but also that comes from trust as well, man. Mm-hmm. Trust. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's solid. I think um, one thing I always say when I'm on my way to work, Lord, I don't know what today going to look like, God, but you got it. You know, take it over. You let your agenda be my agenda, you know. And so and I think often we got to when we say that, expect detours. You know, but with those detours, God is positioning you for his peace, for his joy. But ultimately, like it says in the word, pick up your cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just want to challenge anyone who's listening and my two homies right here as well. Let's pick up our cross mm-hmm. and follow God the way he designed us to. Yeah, absolutely. I think if there's any one last encouragement I could give. I would say um, I really just want to encourage everybody that uh, to let go of that thing that's weighing them down and that the other side is better. That might be the thing that's holding you back from getting where you are and to listen to God. If you really feel like he's telling you to do that thing, you should probably do it because it's going to result in something amazing. And I just want to encourage and reassure everybody of that. Yep. All right. So So this is it. John. As y'all, as y'all, yeah, y'all probably should have expected we were going to be back pretty soon at the last episode. I'm glad we got to do one more episode (laughs) for sure. Um, This is uh, Certain Destiny episode five. I'm not even going to cap it because I'm sure we will be back in the future. John, thank you so much, bro. Absolutely, bro. Like, thank you guys. Such wisdom, such like amazing thoughts. So I appreciate it, bro. You already know the guests. I'm Dante. I'm Daniel. And this is Certain Destiny. Yes, sir. 